Welcome to issue 162 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and tonight I'm joined by the lovely Mike. Hi, lovely Daniel. Hi, lovely Mike. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? Great. We're also joined by the almost equally as lovely Steve. Almost equally. I'll take it. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you? I'm, I'm almost equally as lovely. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm, it's, I'm... it's the hair. Mike, Mike gets you by the hair. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm feeling good tonight, though. I'm feeling good tonight. I, I'm in a good mood. Why um, is that? Well, folks are going to find out in just a second, because I'm going to ask Mike. Mike, what is on your mind tonight? Oh, what's on my mind tonight? Oh, my gosh, I didn't have anything prepared. Okay, uh, did you guys know? We're talking Mysterio, right? We talked about him last week. Did you know that Mysterio once published an album called Dreamlusions? I'm not making this up. I own that album. It is really good. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I hear it's all... William Shatner would make. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like every song is about Spider-Man or something. Right. Well, uh, well, folks, we have a special surprise for you right now. We have a song from that album that we're going to play for you right now. Mysterio, and everywhere I go, people can't believe what they're seeing. I'm a formidable foe, the name is apropos, my powers, they are deceiving. I will rule the day, doing it my own way, no magic or mutation. And when the end comes, they'll know it was Mysterio and his humongous hallucinations. The name's Mysterio, I'm a chemist, don't you know? My victory is a foregone conclusion. Hear my manifesto, down with the status quo realities, the real illusion. I will rule the day, do it in my own way, no cyborgs or munitions. When the end comes, they'll know that it was Mysterio and his chemical emissions. Cause I don't fear nobody. There's nobody. Ain't so bad. 
name's Mysterio. Welcome to my show, my performance. It will be slain. More than smoke and mirrors, bringing out your deepest fears. Hey, heroes, you will be paying. Cause I will rule the day, doing it my own way. No time stuff for weird dimensions. And when the end comes, they'll know that it was Mysterio and his shifting apparition. Cause I don't fear nobody Cause nobody's a match for me Nobody's a match for me I'm the one and only Won't you come with me to the edge of reality It, it ain't so bad the name's Mysterio, <laughs> and everywhere I go, people can't believe what they're seeing. It's so good. Nobody. 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 It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I just had that on repeat. I mean, that's my workout music. That's my go to sleep music. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, those are fun. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Oh, a pleasure. It's going to give Zola a run for its money, I'm telling you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well. Ugh. I've already got the next one planned out. It's um, going back to my roots for that one. I apologize okay. to all real musicians and singers out there who, <laughs> who had to listen to that. I'm surprised um, you don't get to open for Weird Al Yankovic. I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, he's... <laughs> what was your inspiration? Oh, yeah. Weird Al. Yeah. Listen to Weird Al for about, oh, you know, 42 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh. All right. Well. Uh, so we did some music, so let's do some literature now. Yeah, let's do it. Daniel really likes. So we're going to do a little pulled from the villain's bookshelf here, all about Mysterio. Right off the bat, I have a Mysterio retcon. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Arata? Arata. Do you guys remember last week, I mentioned that we first see Mysterio in The Amazing Spider-Man number 13? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... Later, in 1980, they give us a retcon, okay? Okay. Uh, in, in the Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man number 51. And in that issue, they show you, they, they give you a flashback all the way back to ish, Spider-Man issue number two, okay? okay. So the original, so we're, we're 11 issues before we first saw Mysterio. And in that issue, there are aliens that show up to steal military secrets, and Spider-Man thwarts them and stuff. But really what it is, it's Mysterio and his men who are dressed up like aliens in costumes that he made, because that's what he does, right? He's a special effects guy. He has a vertical takeoff and landing craft that he crafted, that he made. And he they they basically tell you that those aliens weren't really aliens. They were Mysterio uh, working with the tinkerer who had hired him to steal those secrets. So that, that means he's like Spider-Man, one of his... OG nemesis. He's, that's the same issue that Vulture shows up. So he's super, super old. 
Well, that makes me think two things. One is I'm not so, so terrified of someone called the Tinkerer. But two, Mike, your lyrics for that song are even more real now. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. oh my, your song was probably yeah. about this moment. Uh, perhaps it was. Yeah. Perhaps it was. It wasn't. Wow. But it wasn't, but it was good. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so you could read issue two in Spider Man, the original run. Amazing Spider-Man. If you want to see the Mysterio before he's they, we know it's Mysterio. Or go to Amazing Spider-Man number thirteen and get you know the original story that I told you last week. Uh, I've got a few other options here for you if you're interested in reading about Mysterio. Amazing Spider-Man annual number one from 1964, and in this one we get to see the formation of the Sinister Six, and among them is none other than Mysterio, making him a founding member of the Six. Okay. We get to see Doc Ock, who kind of is the mastermind. And what he says is, we're going to take out Spider-Man because we all hate him and we need to defeat him. So what I'm going to have you do is we're going to battle him one at a time, one right after the other. And when, after the five of you are finished fighting him, he'll be so exhausted that I will go in and defeat him myself. Brilliant. It doesn't work. (laughs) Um, but, But we do see Mysterio go up against spider-man but what he really does is he creates robotic x-men to battle spider-man so spider-man thinks he's fighting cyclops and wolverine and stuff but it's really just robots that mysterio made and uh spider-man figures it out and he smashes into the control room and stops mysterio so now steve i have a comic book question for you yeah what does annual number one mean because there's like Amazing Spider-Man 13, but then this Amazing Spider-Man Annual One apparently comes out after that. Yeah, yeah, it's just a. Is it like a special a compilation issue kind of thing? Or? Yeah, I mean, there's like, there's a run called the Amazing Spider-Man. There's a run called the Spectacular Spider-Man. There's these sure. annuals that come out in different. I mean, the Spider-Man has existed for so long. There's all sorts of different concurrent and non-linear versions, right? So you this this came out in a separate run. Than the main okay. one, so the main Even one's still going also on. Also called Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not 100 percent sure what the time. Like this is after, you know, the other ones I was talking about. So it might be a one-off kind of thing. Okay. They're all a little different. Um, and then at a certain point, sometimes they give you a volume, and sometimes they don't. So you might have a series that's like Amazing Spider-Man 435, but every 12 of those is a different volume because it's a new year, that kind of thing. It's it's crazy. Um, like this one, Amazing Spider-Man number 66 and 67. It's still the same run. There's a little series called Madness of Mysterio. And in it, he'll shrink, he shrinks down Spider-Man so he can do battle with him as a giant. But it's just a bunch of smoke and mirrors again. Um, where he's, he makes Spider-Man think that Spider-Man has been shrunk. But really, he's fighting just a gigantic robot. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but it's pretty good. And then, so this is where a really interesting one from Mysterio. This is Daredevil. So we're out of the Spider-Man stuff. Okay. Called Guardian Devil from 1998. So it's a little newer. Okay. This is a Daredevil series where it's revealed that Mysterio has a brain tumor and lung cancer from oh. all the chemicals he's been using in all of his tricks. He's been poisoning himself all along, unwittingly. So he learns, Mysterio learns he only has a year to live. He's currently in Ravencroft, which is an institute for criminally insane. And the Ravencroft Institute says, well, you only have a year left to live. 
we're going to release you early so you can enjoy the last years of your life. Uh, so, like any good villain, what does he do? I hope he goes out to threaten him. Yeah. 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 He's enjoying the last Spider-Man. year of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, at this point in the Spider-Man timeline, Spider-Man's just a clone. And it's not the real Spider-Man. So Mysterio's like, well, this isn't really Spider-Man. So he completely ignores that one. He's like, I don't care about a clone. That's, that's not what I'm after. And instead, he goes after Daredevil. He respects Daredevil. And what he wants to do is he wants to go out on his own terms. So he gets into a plot and a plan to force Daredevil to kill him so that the cancer doesn't get him. But Daredevil won't grant a dying man's last wish, and he won't do it. He won't finish him off. So Mysterio has to do it himself, and he kills himself with a bullet to the brain. Oh, Yeah. Okay. That's the last we ever see of him. Well, hang on. A whole year goes by. Okay. Uh, then in Spider Amazing Spider-Man number 620, uh, which is 1999, there's a gauntlet storyline. Yep. Dex alive. Of course he is. He's the master of illusions. He's not dead. He didn't kill himself. Duh. He just made it look like he did. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> number 620, and that was in 1999. What number are they on now? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think they started moving to their own smaller series. I don't know if they do the big runs anymore. Maybe they do. I mean, Spider-Man might still be going, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah. My God. All right. Yeah, so 620 would be, like, if you're putting one out a month, you know, that's like 51 years. Go by. Yes. Yeah, so. Wow. Okay. I mean, it's been around since the 60s, so. I mean, that's only 30-some years, so I don't know how it gets that high. But, all right. <laughs> Maybe there's more than one a month. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, so that's what I have from the villain's bookshelf. So did you enjoy these stories, Steve? Is Mysterio fun to read? I enjoyed reading about Mysterio. Um, some of the later ones, I only gave a cursory glance, like the last one there. I'm like, oh, he's alive. Of course he is. Um, but yeah, it's some of the early comics we've talked about before are kind of hard to read. I didn't have that problem with Mysterio, um, which was nice. His the little monologues he did have weren't terrible. They didn't he's, consume he's the aged book. Well, you're saying? Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. It was okay. Um, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. That's always good to know. But Daniel, as you know, there are cards involved, right? Not that many, it turns out. You're right. There are not that many. But we're going to talk about the Mysterio encounter cards that come in the Sinister Modus box. Our third scenario. There's 16 total cards, 10 by title, but tonight we're only looking at the five remaining encounter cards. So, Steve, is this the smallest encounter set? I mean, it only has 16 total cards. You have three as the villain and two main schemes. So there's only 11 cards in it, and then once you double up, there's really not a lot. I don't know if it's the smallest one, but it is pretty small. 11 in the encounter deck. Right, except you are going to add standard, expert, Sure, 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 sure. And two modular sets, right? Where you're, they suggest Whispers of Paranoia and, and Personal Nightmare. Um, well, that's all fine and good, but... Yeah. You know, I guess there must be something his cards are doing that makes it that you want to dilute the encounter deck a little bit, perhaps. Hmm, maybe. Right, maybe? All right, Mike, why don't you tell us about the next card? This is Deja Vu, and there's two of them in the deck. Isn't that awesome? This is Peril. When revealed, 
choose to either take one damage or place one threat on the main scheme. Shuffle Deja Vu into any player's deck. And the special boost icon, reveal this card. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It just, yeah, yeah, damage or threat. You can't ignore it. It's not going to go away for some silly boost effect. It's going to come out again. And you can give it to your so-called friends. Yes. Steve, <laughs> um, do, do you remember playing this game with Mike and he only gave these to us? No, I give them to myself. No, I don't, I don't think he it? gave them to us. Yeah, no, he, he, he was actually really decent about this. No, but it, I, I played around with the scenario in other ways. Yeah. Well, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I, but I feel like you had like a hundred of these. Oh, no, there's only two. It's just but they you're drawing through your they, deck, they like keep they just, coming out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's do a quick reminder, right? When you're playing Mysterio, there's two. There's a couple ways that you're going to end up with encounter cards in your player deck. If it's an illusion traded card as a boost, it's going to end up somehow getting in your deck, either discard pile or into your deck. And if you let the main scheme advance, you're going to shuffle two cards from the encounter deck into each player's deck. So there are going to be encounter cards in your deck, and if you draw them or discard them, they get dealt to you instead as a face-down encounter card. Right. So this card is going to naturally going to reveal it, and it's going to end up in your deck just be, or a deck just from its when revealed effect so it's yet another way to get more cards yeah. into your deck i mean yep. if your shuffling is really bad you could draw this every turn <laughs> yeah yeah or if your deck is small enough yeah right, that's you, you, yeah. yeah all right what's next all right fearmonger is a treachery there are two of them it has surge when revealed discard your hand draw up to your hand size as a special boost icon, choose to either spend two mental resources or deal this card to yourself as a face-down encounter card. Oh, this has ruined oh. so many perfect turns. It's it so has delightful. so many. So delightful. So good. Yeah, it's a good card in so many ways. It's just that it, it does it all. You draw all the bad cards and you put them in front of you. You, you discard <laughs> your bad hand. And oh my goodness. When you have multiple ones, like if you pull both of these in one turn. <laughs> now, hey guys, remember when I had 13 cards in my hand and it told me to discard my hand and draw up? Be your hand size, right? So you lose cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't think I played that right. Not cards in hand, but hand size. So, yeah. I mean, that turn maybe, you, have, you know, who knows? But, uh, and it surges. And it surges. And it surges. Is this the only boost effect that can be canceled? I don't recall ever seeing like a "Hey, you can spend some stuff to not have this happen." Well, yeah, there's not a lot it of might choice. Be. Yeah, like I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, it is worth spending the two mental resources to not have this dealt to yourself, right? Well, especially oh. if you have 13 cards in your hand and would then draw back up to five. <laughs> now. It could go the other way. You could have a garbage hand and be happy to get rid of it and tr to draw back up. But you're also falling then into Mysterio's trap of going through your deck. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's a choice. That's a choice. So, but if you spend those things, you've ruined your next turn anyway. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That win -win. Yep. To, yeah. So I can't imagine a situation other than Mike's where you have 13 cards and don't want to have five. I can't imagine a situation where you would pay this off. 
Um, maybe you have five your, cards your key that, card. Maybe there's something you absolutely can't get rid of. I guess. Well, maybe maybe you're looking at your deck, and the next five cards are encounter cards that have been shuffled Ooh. in, and you just don't want them this turn because you can't handle it. I, well, maybe, right? That and how many of us play heroes that have all these nerd resources around? True. That's a good point. Jeez. Really just my wasp deck. <laughs> so, really just anyone's wasp deck, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's some Riri Williams too, right? She wants mental resources so to build that suit. Oh, it's good. It's a good card. Yeah. Now, I also I I, I like it because it, it dings you when you're an alter ego. Oh, yeah. That's yep. a good thing. So Peter Parker can deal with it a little bit easier than other people, which I think is thematically nice. Oh, good catch. I didn't really catch that. Doesn't he just make nerds? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It makes one nerd. He makes make a nerd. <laughs> so, now, actually, does that work rules-wise? Yeah, because it's a resource action. But it's right? an action. No, it just says resource, so you can spend yeah. that. You can gener- you can trigger that ability anytime okay. you would be able to spend a resource. Yeah. Okay, so it's not it, actually an action to do. Okay. Right, and you're spending a resource, so you don't. It's not like you. It doesn't say from your hand or something like that. Right, so right. if you had yeah. upgrades or supports that do it, you could use them. Okay, great. All right, it's a great card, regardless, and it so play it plays so well into this encounter set. Well, Danny, why don't you tell us about the next one though? Some humongous hallucinations. That card. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the one. Right. Well, this is an illusion traded attachment that you attach to Mysterio himself. Guys, this gives him plus three attack. Oof. That's big. Well, it's humongous. It's, it is a humongous hallucination. Now, the weird thing is, is, since it's hallucination, it actually shouldn't do damage to you. Mind over matter. I guess so. Anyway, as a hero action, guys, you can spend a resource of any type. And shuffle the top two cards of the encounter deck into your deck to discard this card. And it's got three boost icons. Wow. Yeah. So I think what's happening is you can see in the artwork, he is so big. Spider-Man is so scared that he's falling backwards off the building. That's where the plus three attack comes from. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah this is a little bit like the, um, I mentioned in the, the bookshelf up, up above the Madness of Mysterio, where Spider-Man thinks he gets shrunk down. Right. So. Yeah. Mm. It's time to squash him like the bug he is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a that's a steep cost to get rid of it, but you can't keep that around. No. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it costs you a resource and two cards shuffled in. It's so nice. Cuz he's kind of he's kind of a weenie. Like his his attack on its own is not great. 122. Two. Yeah. One, two, two, right? And yeah, so Oh, good card. And, of course, three boost icons. That never hurt anybody. Well, there's another attachment here. Mike, why don't you tell us about the next one? This is Deja Vu. And there's two of them in the deck. Isn't that awesome? This is Peril. When revealed, choose to either take one damage or place one threat on the main scheme. Shuffle Deja Vu into any player's deck. And the special boost icon, reveal this card. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It just, yeah, yeah. Damage or threat, you can't ignore it. It's not going to go away for some silly boost effect. It's going to come out again. And you can give it to your so-called friends. Yes. Steve, <laughs> um, do, do you remember playing this game with Mike and he only gave these to us? No, I give them to myself. No, I don't, I don't think Didn't he I? gave them to us. 
Yeah, no, he, he, he was actually really decent about this. No, but it, I, I played around with the scenario in other ways. Yeah. Well, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I but I feel like you had like a hundred of these. Oh no, there's only two. It's just but when you're drawing through your in, deck, they like keep coming just, out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's do a quick reminder, right? When you're playing Mysterio, there's two. There's a couple ways that you're going to end up with encounter cards in your player deck. If it's an illusion traded card yeah. as a boost, it's going to end up somehow getting in your deck, either discard pile or into your deck. And if you let the main scheme advance, you're going to shuffle two cards from the encounter deck into each player's deck. So there are going to be encounter cards in your deck, and if you draw them or discard them, they get dealt to you instead as a face-down encounter card. Right. So this card is going to naturally... You're going to reveal it, and it's going to end up in your deck, just be, or a deck, just from its when-revealed effect. So it's yet another way to get more cards yeah. into your deck. I mean, yep. if your shuffling is really bad, you could draw this every turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if your deck is small enough, yeah, right? That's you, you, yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's look at the next one. Uh, you're up, Steve. <laughs> okay, so this is an attachment, masterful mirage, and there's two of these. It's an illusion attached to Mysterio, forced interrupt. When you would deal any amount of damage to Mysterio, discard the top four cards of your deck instead. Discard this card. Gives him plus one scheme. As a single boost and the special boost, give Mysterio one additional boost card for this activation. Oh, yeah. Protects Mysterio from damage, right? Yep. yep. Forces you to discard cards from your deck, which should draw into cards that have been shuffled into your deck. Okay? Yep. Yeah. Plus, you, uh, I mean, yeah. bonus boost card. That's good, too, right? Yep. If you're playing that uh, that stalling game where you just kind of build up, he can get two of these on him before you've atta- attacked him. And now he's scheming for, what, four? Yeah, that's that's a lot. If he has two of these on him, does just one hit discard both of them? Uh, or do you have to hit him twice to get through each card? One like... hit, but you discard eight cards. But both Masterful Mirages, too, at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But you'd yeah. have to pay the cost All of the discarding four cards right. each okay. time. All right. Um, that additional card too, right? Because it increases the chance that it'll get dealt another illusion, which means it's another card in your deck. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So good. Well, guys, Mysterio doesn't come to this party all by himself. He brings four friends. Four is shifting, shifting apparitions. Apparitions. Yes, those very ones, Mike. They are. They really seem like pretty insignificant little shadow people here. They got one scheme, one attack. One health, guys. They're illusion traded, but they have the guard keyword. That's annoying for a one hit point fella. But when defeated, if this minion was defeated with excess damage, the defeating player shuffles the top card of the encounter deck into their deck. <laughs> yeah. This is just squirrel girl food, guys. I mean, yeah. You do start with one of these in play according to the scenario setup, right? 1A says put yep. one of these guys into play, engage with each player, which is why there's four. So you get one right off the bat. So you have a guard out, and you have the real possibility that you're going to shuffle a card into your deck on turn one if you can't what? do just one damage. Have you guys ever done that? Um, yep. If I, I have, and if I don't, it takes work. Fascinating. Well... 
a lot of the heroes I play, I like the all-rounders. I don't usually play heroes with one attack. I mean, okay, Ms. Marl, sure. Um, there was, I think I took the same tech attachment that you did last time, Steve. The one that gives you minus one attack. Oh, and then right. this is this is an easy one. <laughs> but I mean... I mean, I sometimes... There's so mid- many allies that just do one. Well, then you have to play with allies. Oh, oh, Mike, Mike does hate friends. I forgot mid- about that. Mid game, here's a guard, and you're you have a two attack because of whatever you have, you know, your base attack, and you have a eight damage swinging web kick. And you're like, I gotta get rid of this because I, I really want to hit him for eight. So you take the you take the hit and you shuffle sure, sure, sure. your deck. Yeah. No, I get that situations will arise where it's just what it is. But since you start out with them and you're weak when you start out, like it's not. It's I I find it's very rare that. The first time you see these cats, they're going into your deck. Yeah, it, it's not hard to deal with the one, right? It, yeah. it, it's interesting that you're like you're forcing the heroes to do minor attacks. Yeah, and it's fine because you know what? Uh, it's also an illusion that could show up later on. Once you know, you could get them in your deck. You yep. could have two or three of them out in play. Maybe if you're playing solo, you could get a couple of them because you've been dealing with other stuff. Um, so then maybe you have to hit them for two two or mm. something like that. Sure, sure. Yeah, good you're right. Good tech against Mysterio is some stuff that does one damage. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like that ant attack or whatever that Ant Man does. Oh yeah, the cheaty heroes all have something. The cheaty heroes all have a little something, something, right? Yep. Yeah, this doesn't matter if it's an attack or just damage, just straight up damage. You're not worried about where the damage came from. So Nope. So guys, that's it. Like that is Mysterio's whole encounter set. It's just not it's a lot. It's effective, but there's not a lot there. What do you, what do you guys think of this set? I mean, the show notes indicate that Mike has thoughts. Steve, <laughs> did you do that? I didn't put that there. So, so maybe, uh, yeah. maybe we should start with you, Mike. I have some thoughts. I sometimes have thoughts about these scenarios. Um, all the designers involved with this, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, right? Everyone listens to this show. Well, um, yeah. Gather around for this. Uh, this is my absolute favorite scenario in the game. Wow. Hands down. Nice. Hands nice. down. A plus plus. Say more, brother. Um, it's, it's the pacing. It's just how neatly and effectively it keeps pace with you because... In normal flow of a game, you're going to run through your deck, tread water a bit, and by the time you're done, you're getting kind of set up. And then your second time through the deck, that's when you're you finish, you're ready to go, you you go for face, right? Mm-hmm. In this one, the more set up you get, i.e., the more the the more you go through your deck the worse your deck becomes because so many cards are getting shuffled in and the harder the game gets. So rather than like we saw this especially in like the really, really early scenarios where the game was still being fleshed out where you have that curve where things are really hard and then really easy. Yep. This one has like hard to get set up, starts to ease up, and then jumps hard again. And I love that. The little mid-game bump. It's it's a treat. It is a real, real treat. And the fact that like I said, it, it that bump hits you right when you're finishing up. There's no other mechanic that really times it that well because it is entirely based by on how fast you're going through your deck sure yep now mike do you 
do you feel that there are some modular sets you could put into this that would take away from what you're saying or even add more to it? Have you played it numbers and numbers of times with lots of different mods? Uh, I have. Okay. And I don't think there is necessarily a better or worse type set to put in here because you're going to be putting in his illusion cards, but sure. also other things. Like if he if he schemes out, you put the top two encounter cards into your deck. If you, uh, I believe, what doesn't his version do that? I can't remember where the text is, but it's not just illusion cards that are going in. So you're going yeah. to put the modular set in. So you you need to be careful, right? You can't bank on it always being these attachments or these silly shifting apparitions. It might be, you know, the sinister six, or uh, it might even be what those. Um, the sewers or the the other weird environment cards you can change yeah. it up so much uh, yeah. i don't think it takes away at all awesome no it's great that's great the two modular sets that they suggest or one's required one they suggest right whispers of paranoia personal nightmare out of those uh 12 cards seven of them have illusion on them so that's a lot of boost cards that could end up in your deck right so i think if you were to take out both which, you know, you're supposed to play with the required and then it's suggested. I feel like you might lose out a little bit if you took both of them out. It might ease it up a little bit if that's what you're looking for because you'd be have fewer illusions in the deck. So I see. Personal Nightmare, is the re- Personal Nightmare is the required one. Whispers of Paranoia is the suggested one. Okay. But yeah, I think he's great. It's uh, He's fun and man, he can be frustrating though. You, those, you give some good hands ready to go. Uh, you're, draw, you're you're ready to draw a couple more cards, but you're looking at your deck and you're like, the next two cards are encounter cards, and I don't want to draw cards, but I could draw cards. But if I draw cards, I get encounter cards. Like it's so it's mm-hmm. just it's just a nice gut punch, right? And I know I've seen people comment, well, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to re-sleeve these? Am I supposed to? Do they want me to buy different colored sleeves for this or for that? They don't want you to buy sleeves at all. I mean, Game Genics, which is part of Asmodee, wants you to buy sleeves because that's how they make money. But the game does not require you to play with sleeves. Nope. I know that's people, right? That might be, uh, I don't know, a fear of people, right? But you don't need sleeves. So they're not expecting you to play with sleeves. So you'll see those cards in your deck rising to the top, just like those player cards that could go into the encounter deck. You'll see them coming up. So. That's part of the ticking clock. That's part of the mind game, I think. So Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. And because you draw so many cards in this game, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Because you're only gonna be able to look so far ahead anyways. Just shuffle them to the table or whatever. And speaking yeah. of sleeves, the other night uh, we we started uh Becky and Andy and I started our Mutant Genesis campaign and I played without sleeves. And you know what? It's just better. You're still alive. I'm still alive. <laughs> My cards are still alive. And I just like the feel of them better. And I know that's totally sacrilegious in this nerd world, but... I have played Lord of the Rings for 10 years, plus whatever it is now. Never sleeved any of my Lord of the Rings cards, except if the deck I take to a convention, because I don't trust you next to me. But at my own table, I don't bother with them. You're totally right. I've never sleeved an encounter set in any of these LCGs, ever. Because I might play a thing once. Like especially Lord of the Rings, there's hundreds of like scenarios, right? Yeah. I only sleeve I only sleeve for conventions. And it's not because I don't trust people I'm with me like to put ketchup on my cards or spill their soda pop. It's because I just 
I fear the shame that I would have to deal with of oh, of oh I do it for easy people cleanup. telling me that that I should sleeve my cards or that I'm not worthy oh. because they're unsleeved. I do it for cleanup because you're going to be playing cards in other people's play areas. So at the end of the day, it's really easy just to flip your deck over and okay, yep, all the orange sleeves are yours, all the green ones are mine. <laughs> well, I could just be like, all the unsleeved ones are mine. Yep, or or you could do what Daniel does and just take my deck home. Yeah, I did do that. <laughs> and um, then it's your fault for living in Canada where shipping a small deck of cards to you costs $6,000. <laughs> so I'll, but it's Canadian, so it's fine. You, I'll bring it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you were playing the bomber deck, Mike. <laughs> no, right. but it's got my Erebor armors in there. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, I have a question like for you guys. Not off uh, top. Okay, new question. I do have a question for you guys. There is actually one illusion traded encounter card that is not from Sinister Motives. Oh. Only one. Do you know really? any, any idea what it is? Really, only one it, in the maw? Is it in the maw? It is not mods? in the maw. Ah, oh. like here a is a guess. weird hint. Okay. There is a card that we talked about tonight that has an effect. This card has a very similar effect. It's almost the same thing, but it's slightly tweaked for this villain. And it is for a specific villain. It's a villain set, not a modular set. Yeah, this is it. This is for a villain. I've given away the game. And some people, I'm sure, yelling, yelling and screaming at their, at their podcast right now. Are you talking about the minion that you have to defeat with excess damage? No. No. Okay. Uh, you're thinking about the spot. No. Uh, it's it's going to be an, it's an attachment that goes on and protects the guy. Yes. Okay. A blade of armor or something like that. No, that's a Maw card. You said it no. wasn't Maw. It Who is cast, from Who cast the spells? collector. It no. is the biogram image. When he would take any amount of damage, put this card face up into the collection to prevent all damage. Yeah, it is the only other illusion card. So you cannot, unless you're huh. playing by some weird janky rules, uh, have that card in in uh, Mysterio set. So I, I wanted to see if there were any other illusion cards. There are not. But, but you could put Personal Nightmare and Whispers of Paranoia, which have seven illusions in the collector. That's right. That's right. You could. Although that, oh. doesn't, that doesn't key off illusion, though. No, but just to say. You, you could. Yeah. There are no uh, Nemesis sets or not a, with illusions? None. Interesting. Like Mystique and all that? Nothing? Okay. Cool. Well, I haven't played this scenario enough to to gush about it like our dear friend Mike, but playing it with you guys, loved it, and I've played it a couple other times. I think it's great. It's different. It's fun. Yeah. What grade do we give Mysterio? I think we give him an A minus. Okay. Sacrilege. Sacrilege. Mike's giving it A plus plus, otherwise known as S tier in the yeah. nerd world. This is S tier. Yeah. It's so much yeah. fun. So much fun. Nice. Yeah, it's a good set. I like it. Well, guys, we've talked a lot about a very few number of cards. So maybe we should wrap this up. Um, before we wrap it up, folks, if you go to our YouTube channel, you can find the just Mysterio single released as well if you don't want all the banter on either side of it and you just want to play it on repeat. And Mike, <laughs> how are they going to find us? Hey folks, what do you think? Do you agree with me or am I delusional? 
Email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. Where you can find us on YouTube or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And hey, if you're on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Mysterio, take us out. Maybe it's because I'm the master of illusions. Duh. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell us about the next card? Oh, God, we're doing it a third time? Wait, we have to do it a third time, Steve? Yeah, that way we each do two cards. I already did two cards. cards. Okay, fine. Fine. (laughs) We want them to keep listening. Okay, okay. Yeah, there are only two of them. You're right. Oh, God. Okay. I really want to punch these heroes in the face. I thought it was Mike, me, Daniel. Mike, me, Daniel. Mike, me, Daniel. That was it. Like, we just keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Mike, me, Daniel. Mike, me, Daniel. Okay, so it does work out. Okay. It does yeah. work out. Yeah, it does work out. Okay, start over with the, that's it, Daniel. Just Mysterio. Go.
Cause I will rule the day, doing it my own way. No time stuff for weird dimensions. And when the end comes, they'll know that it was Mysterio and his shifting apparitions. Because I don't fear nobody. Cause nobody's a match for me. So bad. Dap dap